Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. I am your host, Jackie Brindle. I am a mom of three, wife, teacher, and I do like to run. Life is busy, but one thing is for certain. With God, nothing is impossible. Hey, welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Brindle, and you are listening to episode number 26. God, you guys, it's December and the holiday season is here. To help me wrap up my second to last podcast of 2020 is Kelsey, better known as Mrs. Dirty Max on Instagram. She is wife to Jack and mom of baby Jack. Kelsey's a soaring entrepreneur and fitness enthusiast. I think when you get a chance to listen into this conversation that Kelsey and I have, you are going to pick up right away that she lives life with a purpose, passion, and intention. It's contagious. I know it wore off on me, and I hope that when you listen in, it builds you up with a contagious faith, hope, and excitement about life too. So let's grab your coffee, get your run on, or grab a pen and paper, or even a friend, and be encouraged. Hey there, Kelsey. Hey, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be on Be Encouraged podcast. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. And I have to ask, you know, it's Christmas time, Christmas season. Are there like these go-to classic uh, things that you do around this time? (laughs) Oh my gosh, you are asking like, my name is like Mrs. Christmas. Um, I am like a total Christmas crazy. Um, So I think I've had my Christmas decorations up since like November 2nd because hashtag 2020. Um, But Pretty much everything that we would normally do is a little different this year, but we're doing a lot of like really cute like Zoom calls with our family and like Christmas trivia via Zoom and um, just kind of like watching all of the freeform 25 days of Christmas countdowns and I'm doing a 25 days of fitness, little fitness challenge um, to add to like my everyday, which has been a little motivating because I've also been like slamming Christmas cookies. <laughs> I need a little I love extra it. So you're, you're putting together a little like end the year strong kind of strategy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, at least if I'm going to eat all of this stuff, I may as well um, do a little extra. Oh my gosh. I love it. That's so good. You guys, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> 25 to days of Christmas of like little extra things you can do. I'm going to send it to you and you're going to be like, okay, this isn't that bad. And then you get to like day eight and you're like, oh my gosh, my legs are going to fall off my body and I'm terribly out of shape. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I need to like put this in the show notes, you guys. So look forward to that. Absolutely. And you know, I think this year, I mean, even just like you were speaking of fitness, uh, this year is all about pivoting and like, I feel like that was such a coined word this year is pivoting and change. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's just one thing, even like workout habits have been up and down and inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they've been just like, go hard because stress is like hitting through the roof and I just got to keep going. <laughs> is it like mm-hmm. burn some energy? Yeah. But, um, yeah. And know, I don't like, know about you, but yeah. I feel like if anything, like this has caused like the creative juices to be like flowing. Like when you're someone that already has that background and being like physically fit, like I have definitely had to find ways to be like super active without going to the gym. I mean, there was months of that, you know, where I was pregnant or right after we had the baby, like where it wasn't open or like I didn't feel comfortable going. And so like I really had to be like, okay, I have to find a way to like make this worth it. Um, And kind of like you said, like burn off that energy like at home. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great way to 
uh, look at things, you know, like how, how can I spin this? How can I mm-hmm. make this happen? <laughs> oh, I definitely. Yeah. I mean, it would have been people... way easier to like binge Netflix than I definitely watched the Tiger King, but like, I also think I got really into like high intensity intervals, which was like normally not my thing. Um, but I've been like really vibing that ever since like COVID. I'm like, okay, well, I have 30 minutes and I'm going to move for 30 minutes straight and it's going to be great. <laughs> no, I love that. I feel like that's something that everyone can can definitely relate to is mm-hmm. trying to be creative and trying to pivot and change and make goals and, and make new goals, maybe different goals. Uh, you know, like how do I going to tackle my new goals? Right. And I think that's a really cool thing. And that's something that I think um, if people don't know your story or haven't, uh, met you before, why don't we back up a little bit and tell them a little more about yourself and um, some hinge points in your life that are worth mentioning just from the beginning. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was just raised in a super small town um, in Pennsylvania, similar to where you're from um, and absolutely loved it. Um, so we're from close, close towns, but not the same town, um, but pretty much the same vibe. Um, so it was just, you know, really just like a a little area where everyone knew everyone. And, you know, when I moved away to college, that was like the first time I ever really like left my town. Um, My family didn't really travel much or, you know, do those things. It was like my first eye-opening experience. Um, I made like great friends there and had like great experiences and ultimately um, met my hubby, which is like so exciting. Um, So we were 21 when we met and he's kind of like the game changer of where my story went from like just super simple small town girl to like what the fudge happened and how did I get here? <laughs> it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a whirlwind and something that I definitely never even imagined for myself, but I'm so, you know, blessed and thankful that like it took this turn. So, um, I wasn't even on an airplane until I was 21 and we met in college and my husband's job at the time, you know, was, tr- he was transferred to Michigan. Um, so I went from never being on an airplane to being on one, like two or three times a month by myself um, trying to see him. And so, yeah, it just kind of is like this whirlwind of a million different big pieces that kind of boiled into this one just incredible life that we're like so blessed to live. Um, but yeah, so battled long distance and then, you know, moved in together and tried to start a business and failed one time. And yeah, so many, so many different roads that have just led us to right where we are right now. And it's just insane. So we can dive into whichever kind of avenue you want to take the long distance route or the starting business route or the marriage route. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we'll do it all. No, <laughs> but Let's I did it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I like that actually you said something kind of important, like, and we failed too. Oh, so yeah. You're, you know, have this very successful business with your husband, but yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't all like, roses and you know a smooth straight linear line right like I think yeah. a lot of people who are entrepreneurs like um like anyone who's has a dream right we always, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know for myself even making like let's say a fitness goal I always think it's gonna be like okay if I just follow this like regimen and so on it's gonna be this way but it doesn't always happen that way sometimes you have setbacks sometimes you know yeah. you can't figure out, uh, you know, your schedule and so on. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So I think, um, like the, the struggle piece, I think a lot of people, um, when they look, especially like social media, it is such a beautiful thing, but it's also such like, like a thief of joy because I think people look at your life and they see where you are, but they forget to see how you got there. Um, you know, we were 20, 
two years old when we looked at each other in the face, you know, we were graduating college, like, are we breaking up or are we making this airplane ride, you know, Michigan to Pennsylvania? Um, are we making it work? You know, it was a 13 hour drive. It was, um, you know, early in our relationship, we were together like a year when, you know, this, this huge kind of make or break decision, you know, was in our faces. And we were just kind of like, Hey, like, let's send it. Like, let's try it. Like our chemistry is undeniable and like, let's hope it works. And, you know, it's so funny because looking back, we thought that was like the worst thing we were like ever going to make it through. Like if we could make it through long distance, we used to say like we could do anything and, and oh my gosh, like did life give us a reality check? Um, you know, then we finally like made it back to Pennsylvania. Like we fought tooth and nail just to like be in the same state. And then we had long commutes to even live in the same state to get to our jobs that didn't pay us a lot and, you know, expensive rent and, um, you know, we thought like, okay, like we'll start, you know, a YouTube channel off of, you know, this diesel truck that we bought because my husband got a good discount because he was, you know, an engineer for General Motors and, and, you know, the, it did okay. But then we thought, okay, well, we'll make t-shirts and our first, you know, t-shirt company, like it was awful. We didn't sell anything. Like the idea was okay, but like the heart and the, and the proper like meaning behind it, it just didn't work. And I think like people look at us today and maybe like they look at our social media and like, you know, we see some, some comments and we think to ourselves, like, you know, getting here for us, like, wasn't easy. We didn't blink and wake up and like, we just got here. Like, this is like blood, sweat, like tears, um, a lot of sacrifice time, like a lot, a lot of sacrifice time that most couples won't see in their entire marriage that we've experienced, you know, in the first six months of six months of our marriage. Um, just to kind of get here, you know, it's been, yeah. So, it's so tell a me journey. a little bit more about that. Like, so you're building this literally from the ground up. So what is yeah. this, this determination? Where does this spark even come from, from the both of you? Like, do you both have this spark of determination of like hard work and, yeah. uh, or do you, or do you kind of complement each other? Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally get you. Um, I think my husband really is the more motivated one. Um, I, I think still like I feel very connected to just being like a small town girl and like I'm like perfectly okay with like simple um, life. Um, but my husband, um, he's always been like a big car guy, like a big motor enthusiast. So that's kind of where, you know, enthusiasts came from. Like what is the one thing that he's so enthusiastic about it? And that's what it is. It's, you know, it's, it's cars, it's anything with a motor, it's dirt bikes, trucks. Um, so him accepting a job with General Motors, like right out of Penn State, Maine was a huge deal. He thought that was like his dream come true. Um, but after spending, you know, some time in that corporate world, he was like, this is like terrible. Like, I, I don't really feel like I'm valued, but like, I'm going to get a really great discount on this truck and it's going to be awesome. And I'm going to do something great with it. Um, so, you know, his determination, honestly, when he started the um, Dirty Max Instagram page back in like 2014 was like, he didn't want to be annoying on his personal page, constantly posting pictures of his truck. Um, so he created this truck specific page thinking like, well, this way, like everyone that knows me personally doesn't have to see like my truck build if they don't care or like just people that want to see my truck build can see it. Um, and it just, the determination from that point on was like, okay, like, if I get my Instagram to a certain following, maybe I can start a YouTube channel and maybe it will pay for our gas or, you know, maybe I can sell a couple t-shirts and maybe that can pay for a part. Um, so the drive behind it was always just, you know, just 
he didn't want to live like this normal life where he just felt like kind of trapped in that like day job situation. Like it just wasn't for him. Whereas I'm perfectly fine in a day job situation. In fact, I still work one and I love it. Um, So I think there are two types of people in the world. There are people that are content and okay. Like I like having a boss and I like my husband like can't stand having a boss and he wants to run his own ship. Um, So if that kind of answers, you know, I think that our, our level of commitment to just, you know, each other has made the business so successful because we both bring such different perspectives to the table. Yeah, I think you guys definitely do complement each other really well. And you also bring like this soft side to such a, you know, motor bikes and and trucks, you know, so it seems (laughs) like it's like a gas world, right? But I think you have this way of really just making it bring it full circle. It's a family thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So tell me yeah. more like where that inspiration comes from for you for this brand yeah. and kind of the backstory of, of your, even your family. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, um, you know, for, for Jack and I, how it all started was in like our little tiny townhouse guest bedroom. And it was just an idea. And like, we hoped that it worked out. And, um, I think like where I come into play or like my support or, you know, my inspiration. And it was, you know, at the time, like I was just supporting, you know, at the time he was my fiance, my fiance. And I thought like I was being helpful and I was the customer service. So like I would get done from my day job um, and a long commute. It was like an hour and 15 minutes one day, one way. And I would like get home and I would get on the computer and I'd be answering emails and I would be printing shipping labels and I would be running to the t-shirt printer. Everyone we use still to this day is local because we just like love having like a little local economy. Um, And I'd fill the orders and our neighbor was a stay at home mom and she would run them to the post office every day. Um, so my just like commitment, you know, to the business all started in just needing to help Jack um, to achieve this dream that he was chasing. I mean, full send, but he just didn't have the time to do it all. So here I was like soon to be Mrs. Um, working on my master's degree, commuting, working, dog mom and um, customer service representative, <laughs> order <laughs> order fulfillment team, um, T-shirt printer, picker upper. Um, I was like just kind of, you know, behind the scenes. And I mean, there were ye- it was probably like a year or two straight that like the only conversations Jack and I had were like, hey, how many labels did you get printed? What order did you stop on? Um and, you know, I would print until like midnight and he'd be up at five in the morning and our neighbor was a godsend and it just kind of, you know, flowed. Um, so what it an just awesome me- way to, yeah. to do it. I mean, like just to really be a support, like you said, like you saw this fire in his eyes and you just like, all right, I- I'll help be the driving force too. And in a way, like you now have become such a, a really cool component because as I see you today you're like very much like the design um end of things can you tell me now like so now you, you don't do that anymore right I don't think you're not back <laughs> anymore <laughs> no um and and I mean seriously both Jack and I are, are you know really religious and we just like thank God every day that like that hard work and hustle has paid off um and that we had such great people in our lives to help us you know like our neighbor like our stay-at-home mom neighbor like shouldn't have to do that but she did and that saved us time and like freed up time that like we could do something else. Um, so when we, when we grew out of our, our home office was actually when we bought our first house and we kind of looked at each other and we were like, we can, we cannot run a home office anymore. We had, we were so tired. We were exhausted. We were, you know, running on fumes, like trying to keep a new marriage alive, keep dogs alive, you know, move and, (laughs) 
Um, so we actually um, moved to like a fulfillment center, which is amazing. And, and they do like all of our printing and, and our shipping now. And again, it's all local, which is absolutely incredible. Um, and so now kind of the hat that I wear is I'm more so like behind the scenes making the limited designs. So I will think of the idea, send them to the graphic designer. They'll kind of mock it up. And I'll just kind of coach them and say, like, yes, no, that's ugly. That's great. Um, also, I was, like, the big idea behind the coffee. Um, we both, like, love coffee. So I was like, hey, like, we should really do something with coffee. Um, so I, like, think of a lot of the flavors that we create um, and make. And so I'm kind of more on, you know, on the family side of things now. And also, like, my page, you know, for me, my mission was to get the girls involved. Like, you know, we have these amazing people in our lives that subscribe and they watch our channel and they, and they buy our clothing and they're just, they believe in us and they've believed in us from the beginning, but like it was primarily men. And I was like, there has to be some amazing like females and wives out there that like are kind of like, Oh my gosh, like what are they diesel obsessed for? And like, I get that. So like, let's link up. <laughs> yeah. So I just kind of, you know, that twist and, and, and hearing what they have to say, what truck builds do they like? Um, you know, all the, all the fun stuff. Like I like the glitz and the glam wheels and, um, paint like the pretty things <laughs> it's not much different than like flooring and house paint so like I can get into it <laughs> <laughs> I love that I love how um you really look at it as like a, a gift like you're giving back to like okay looking at the whole picture like everyone yeah. who is buying into this I, I want to you know help help you see the good in all of this too um mm -hmm. work together with that I think there's some intentionality with that I mean yeah I don't know I feel like you guys are risk takers but with not without intentionality. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. very intentional people. Um, and I would say, like you said, it's, you know, it's like a gift. And like, and that's, you know, what we feel. We feel that the life that we get to live is a gift. And it's because of the people, you know, that believe in us and and believe in enthusiasts. And, and they believe in that mission. And they believe in, you know, the power of, like, diesel trucks. And the car community is, you know, so prominent and just intentional and pure and they do such great things and fundraising and donations. And, you know, Jack and I stand for that. You know, he went to Penn state. He was in a Thon organization. Um, you know, we really, you know, we donate every year. The last couple of years we've donated to the Dokai brothers, which is, um, you know, a childhood cancer foundation out in um, St. Louis. Um, so for us, you know, just living life with purpose is so important. And so, you know, sometimes it's hard to see like, you know, how do, how does a diesel truck, you know, how does that make a difference in the world? But it does, um, you know, and it, and it's, it's all in how you carry yourself and the energy you put into things and, and the way that you portray yourself and you live your life. And, and we just live it intentionally. You know, we want our lives to be great. We want other people's lives to be great. And, you know, we try and spread that like kindness and generosity and just appreciation. I mean, we are so seriously grateful. It's, something every single night when we get in our bed, we do like a, a recap of our day and like a, and a prayer. And every single night, Jack's prayer is like, thank you for this life. And, and thank you for our subscribers. And thank you for the business. Um, yeah. it's, it's never something that we lose sight of. Yeah, absolutely. I think there definitely has to be a level of, of gratitude that goes along with, um, just reaching that point. Cause I'm sure in the, in the moment when you're like, you know, putting boxes and packages and things that like, when is this going to happen? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then when something it, it has goes to big, give, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely. I, I feel like there's a lot of heart behind what you guys are doing. And, and I'm just curious too, like you said, like, it's just, you live life with a purpose. Well, how, mm -hmm. how in your marriage and, and family and, and 
and just in everything that other areas, other spectrums of life, have you uh, kind of led with that? Yeah. I mean, I think just in general, um, you know, I always say like inspire kindness. Um, and, and again, just like the whole social media world, like it's so easy to look at someone and think like they have everything together. Um, and you know, they have everything. And, you know, so, so for me, just like living with the purpose is like always thinking like, you never know what someone's going through. You know, you look at our life and like you, you see a picture and you see like two people smiling and a happy baby and, you know, two dogs, but you don't see a long distance relationship that required airplane rides. You don't see rent in a townhouse that was too expensive while starting, you know, business, planning a wedding, commuting, working on a master's degree, having two day jobs. Um, you know, you don't see, um, you know, all the of these, these, these struggles. Um, yeah. And so like for me, just looking at people and thinking like that person's a human, like that person has real life stuff, like heavy stuff. Um, and, and I think like, no matter who you are, you're not exempt to bad things happening to you, no matter like how much you love God or, or how many good things you do, like you're still not exempt to bad things happening to you. So I think, I think everyone can relate to that in 2020. Yeah. Right. Like, is anyone like, I love 2020. It was the best year of my life. <laughs> right. I, I guarantee everyone's like, nope, there were some really lows there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think just for me, like, you know, Jack and I just try and be so intentional, like with our, with our time with one another and, and intentional with what we put on the internet. Like, is it helping people? Is it, is it kind? Is it truthful? Is it pure? Is it going to make a difference? Because the last thing we would ever want to do to one another, our marriage, our families, um, or anyone online is, is spread anything other than, you know, what feels great in like our heart and souls. So just, I mean, we lead every, every single day with being, you know, purposeful and intentional, um, and very true to who we are. Yeah. I think that's, that's amazing. And I think everyone here can definitely take away that little piece of just reminder. Mm -hmm. Um, when we look back, you know, I always think like Christmas lights, you know, when I look at lights or like by a fire and it helps me to really reflect on the year that has happened, you know, just mm -hmm. in the quiet moment when the kids are in bed, <laughs> when the life, yeah, when everything's kind of the noise is kind of stopped. Um, it's just one thing you can do. You can look back and you can think about, you know, those little touch points of those heavy days, the things that people mm -hmm. don't see and, but how you got through them. So I don't know, has there been something that has been heavy that you and your husband have walked through, um, you know, that again, make you uh, grateful or, or is a part of your backstory that people don't know and, and maybe can benefit from hearing. Yeah. Um, so actually, oh, I'm so glad you asked this question. Um, so I just like full disclosure, like I, if, if you or anyone, you know, is struggling with infertility, um, or loss, um, I get you, I feel you, I'm praying for you. Um, it's also in our nighttime prayer every night. Um, Jack and I, after we got the business running, we moved out of the townhouse, we bought a house, we got it out of our house. Um, we, you know, again, we were just really intentional with our timing and we were like, Hey, like, we really want to make sure that like, you know, you're able to achieve your career dreams, step away from your nine to five, um, you know, be on your own, but also like out of safety, make sure that you can survive on your own before we bring like a life into this world. Um, and to be completely honest, before we had children, um, you know, a baby, we thought that like getting pregnant was the hard part. Um, and I like had it in my mind that like, if I could get pregnant, that like we would have a baby. 
Um, and so we were super happy to find out that we got pregnant um, and everything was like looking great. And unfortunately, we found out that we were miscarrying um, and then we found out that we were miscarrying multiples. Um, so twins. Um, and so that was in the summer of 2019. Um, so we found out we were pregnant like the end of June um, and we lost. We had miscarried babies separately. Um one was like the first week in August. And then two weeks later, we lost the second. Um, and for like a hot second, they thought that that second baby was like going to hang on. Um, so we actually would have been due. Um, I believe it was like March, March slash early April, end of March slash early April. Um, and that was probably the hardest thing that like we have ever had to go through together as a married couple. Um, just because, I mean, it's, it's the most demoralizing thing that like I've ever, 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 ever experienced. And if you're listening and this has happened to you, or maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking you don't ever want this to happen to you. (laughs) It's just one of those things that like every single day, when we look at our, our perfectly healthy baby right now, we think like, thank you God, because it is a miracle. I mean, it is a miracle from the time that you get pregnant until the time that you see that little babies like chest beating, you know, outside of your body, um, you know, you just, you just look at that and you think like, wow, like this did not come easy. So, um, miscarrying mm. was definitely like the worst, like heavy, deep, grieving, ugly, um, you know, time for us. Um, in our how, how do you overcome something, um, and walking through that? Like how, how has your walk been, um, just in general, like coming out of that? Cause it, I mean, not only were you supposed to have your baby and like you said, April, your babies in April of 2020. Yeah. But then now you have this beautiful, healthy baby who is, I, I'm sorry, how many months? Five yeah. Months? So he was born in June. So it's actually like really crazy yeah. um, how this kind of like all happened. Um, so how do we walk through it? I, I'm a firm believer that if you change the oil in your car, you should also have a therapist. Um, and I'm not talking you need a therapist because you have like serious problems in your life. I'm talking like routine maintenance, like somebody to like check in with that like gives you good coping strategies. And like, that is something like both Jack and I swear by is like, if you change the oil in your car, like take care of your mental health. And like, even if everything's great in your marriage, like check in, like for simple tips, like communication strategies or, you know, our therapist was like, Hey, like how's online church going? Um, you know, try to do like a nightly check-in, like try and be intentional instead of saying like, triggers that make you angry? Like what are triggers that make you happy? Like happy triggers. Um, so through the whole miscarriage process, um, we talked a lot to, you know, our therapist, she's absolutely incredible. Um, there was like a lot of self blame. I was like, you know, something's wrong with me. Like, you know, I did this and it's crazy because before we ever had a miscarriage for some reason, I thought I was like exempt to that. And that's kind of comes back to the part where I said, like, just because you believe in God, doesn't mean that you're exempt to bad things happening to you. Like just because you're a believer or you're a kind person or you're a hard worker doesn't mean that your life is going to be rainbows and butterflies. Like bad, hard things are still going to happen to you because that is life. And it's not always fair. And, you know, it's, it's not always fair to see, you know, um, a young married, happy couple, like lose their baby, but that's life. Um, And so for us, it was just kind of leaning in like the power of prayer and like just believing and like taking care of our marriage and like making sure that like we knew where we wanted to go forward. Like, did we, you know, did we want to try again? Um, You know, taking care of that like mental health piece, like checking in with a therapist, like getting like actual like professional opinions. I was, you know, going to the gym a lot, um, journaling, like just anything that like made me feel 
um, connected. Um, and I read a really great book through that. Um, and it was called the miscarriage map. Um, and it's on Amazon for like nine ninety nine. And it was just like beautifully written by like a regular everyday person, like you or I, um, that just experienced a miscarriage and like felt the need for it to be capitalized on because so often, like you talk to women and they're like, Oh, I had one, but like, it's not a dirty word and it is a life that should be celebrated. And for some reason, like I thought like something was wrong with me that this happened to me. And like, it wasn't like, it just happens, you know? Yeah. What, what was the realization? Like what made you come to terms with like not leaning into the negative self-talk and really just try, trying to get better and, and to not, um, to fall into that trap. Cause I think that anything bad that happens to somebody, you kind of want to be like, no, no, it's my fault. Right. No, no, it's my bad. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think just in, in general, you know, um, so how do we kind of like, what was any advice, uh, given to you during that time? I guess what would be a, a really good thing, a good advice to give other person walking through that. Um, as yeah, well I really, right I would say there is like a really strong community um, of women that have experienced this kind of loss. Um, And again, like, I'm not talking like you just had a miscarriage. Like I'm talking, have you had a miscarriage? Have you had a stillborn? Did it take you a couple years to get pregnant? Like, did you have to do treatments? Like, did you have an ectopic pregnancy? Like these things, like they're common. And, and I think that there is a beautiful community of women that are just uplifting and they're like, Hey, like I've been through this. And even women who haven't, like my mom had three kids, no problem. Like she just boom, 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 like had babies, but like, she just like showed up like, and I had friends just show up and, you know, just kind of check in like, Hey, like, what do you need? Like, do you need to run? Do you need a coffee? Do you need a glass of wine? Like, let's kind of chat about it. And I mean, I think just, you know, the most important piece that like I took away from it, you know, from anybody that, you know, experienced this or, you know, was empathetic to this was like, it's demoralizing. Like it's earth shattering. It is heartbreaking. You created a life with your soulmate and that life didn't get to be earth side and you can grieve however the heck you want and forever long as you want. Um, and, and, you know, we do like even, you know, this August on those dates, like we talked about it, we were like, Hey, like this is, this was an ugly date. Like it happened like right around our anniversary. And like, we just kind of vowed like from here on out, like we planted a plant, um, in our first ever home that we bought and we called the babies like our poppy seeds. Um, so we planted a poppy flower in our front garden and that was like really solidifying and, we took a vacation after we lost the babes and just kind of, you know, leaned in. We, you know, power of prayer and just and just prayed and prayed and prayed that, you know, we would have a family and and we do. So yeah. it will happen oh, God in God's faithful. time. He is. He's so faithful. You know, I it reminds me, I know you kept saying like bad things will happen, it just happens. And it reminds me of John 16:33, where it says, where Jesus says, I've told you these things that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take courage, take heart. I've overcome the world. And it's just like, you're going to have trouble. There's going to be struggle. The struggle's yeah. real. I mean, that's, that yeah. is, I mean, like you said, life. And I mean, if you want to put a, a name to it, 2020, maybe, I don't yeah. know, <laughs> but I will say like that whole thing of taking on courage. I mean, we can still be walking through fear. You guys, we could still be um, anxiety or stressed, um, but he's overcome the world and, and he has so many awesome ways. And I think some things you touched on Kelsey were, you know, friends supporting you, your husband being there with you, uh, um, reaching out to professional help if you need it, like all of those things 
can fill you up, mm-hmm. fuel you to do, to do above and beyond, to go and, um, you know, fight another day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I mean, some days like weren't pretty and, you know, some days you just, if you can't make it through the day, make it through the hour. And if you can't make it through the hour, make it through the minute because sometimes small victories are, you know, are actually the big victories. And I think that's really important. Like in anything that you're going through, whether, you know, your marriage is, your marriage is is in trouble or you, you know, you have experienced loss in your family or, you know, if you can't survive the day, survive the hour, survive the minute, you know, celebrate even the small things um, because they're important. Yeah. No, you're definitely preach girl because I'm, I'm all about it. I'm like thinking too, like, you know, um, you know, even as like a teacher, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, like, um, I mean, anything, you know, in in a day, my emotion can be up and down, up and down, just depending on like what, um, you know, Oh, we're going virtual next week or, Oh, we're doing this or, Mm -hmm. and then like you're on edge, like all the time. But, and someone asked me, it was so funny because at work, they were like, you know, what do you think about this? Aren't you worried? I'm like, no, I don't have time to be worried. <laughs> I'm like, I got to think about now. You're, you're like, now? I, you're like, I have three kids to keep alive and a husband and a podcast. I'm busy. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have time for that. Being worried. What is worry? Right? You just no time to worry. You just have to trust and lean in, right? Trust and lean in because it's going to get better. Yeah. I mean, heck it might get a little worse first, but it's probably going to eventually get better. Hopefully sometime within the next century. <laughs> Yes, I agree with you. I th- I agree with you, you guys. I think it's it's only up from here, and there's hope. There's hope mm-hmm. in that. There's hope that it's going to get better. And and if you don't see it right now, um, just hang on to that next minute, yeah. you know, and and find something to celebrate. Like you you do such a, a great job of thinking about things that you're grateful for every night, and I think that's a really cool way to start. You know? Yes, those triggers, those triggers, don't just look at your spouse or your friends or your parents and think like, this is what makes me mad about you. Like, what makes you happy? Like, you know, my husband, like happy triggers. I'm like, you empty that dishwasher. You are hot. Like you are smoking hot. Like, yes, you are my husband. Yes. And then he leaves his shoes like in the middle of the floor. And I'm like, that's an angry trigger. <laughs> <laughs> and that thought of being hot just went out the window. Yeah, I'm like, you're really not hot anymore. It's actually really annoying. <laughs> Good. Well, you know what? I don't think you're alone on that. Yeah. Right. Uh, Preach. All of all of women in America right now are like standing up and like doing like a like a woohoo, yeah, the dishwasher's yeah, hot. Exactly. The shoes are not. <laughs> I know. So find those happy triggers, you guys. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be good. Lesson learned. Um <laughs> I think that that's it though. Live and learn, you know? Um, I think one of the cool people I love to uh, read and listen to is Bob Goff. I don't know if you, you are a fan or not, but I'm going to have to look into that. Cause I feel like you and I are so similar. Oh, I think you're going to love him. And I think I listened to his podcast. He's so sweet. And love does is a book he writes and often references. And one of the things he wrote down um, in love does is, um, I trust God because he's the best author. I think God doesn't spell out everything for us in life, but he does tell us how we can write our lives better. And trusting him implicitly is always the right place to start. And I think, man, like I, I look, I'm thinking yeah, of those words that. and I'm like, yeah. wow, I, I just want to unpack that. I want to sit with those mm-hmm. words. Let it resonate. So much. Yeah. 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 I feel that. <laughs> yeah. I think standing firm in your faith, um, standing, standing firm in your faith, no matter the year or the trial or the tribulation, just standing firm in that faith and just 
I mean, there's a higher power and, and he always shows up and he is faithful. So just kind of believing it just, yeah. it takes you places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be strong, mm. courageous, right? Like, yes. Hold on. That's like my favorite. Yeah. Yep. Be strong, be courageous, yeah. stand firm in your faith. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think everyone can anchor and dig their heels deep into that truth because listen, our stories aren't done yet. They're mm-hmm. still being written. If you got breath in your lungs, it is still being written. I think um, anybody can relate to that. And I, I hope um, thinking about 2021, what are, what are your goals, Kelsey? What are any uh, things you're thinking up, stewing up uh, oh for 2021? 2020, 2019 was a wild year for us. Um, you know, Jack stepped away from his day job. Uh, we started finally giving away trucks after multiple giveaways of smaller prizes, you know, to build up to finally be able to give away, um, you know, trucks comfortably, which is amazing. Now we're on our 14th truck, um, which is absolutely mind blowing that we've changed, you know, 14 lives with vehicles and probably like 20 to 25 lives with, you know, um, the vehicles and smaller prizes. So I think we just hope for continued, um, awesomeness with enthusiasts, um, we hope that everyone still loves coffee because grind hard coffees, you know, our little addition to enthusiasts and it's been going amazing. Um, I'm hoping for just intentional time with my family, my parents, my siblings. Um, you know, Jack and I had planned on traveling my entire maternity leave and hitting all of the national parks while baby Jack was a baby, but now I'm really excited. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that, you know, we can hit all the national parks with our toddler. Um, hopefully it's cleared up by then. So just intentional family time, you know, leaning in, enjoying small gatherings, hugging, enjoying hugging. I'm going to hug my friends so tight. Um, hopefully I'm going to run. I'm saying it. I'm saying it on a podcast. So I am going to run and crush a marathon. It's happening. Yes, girl. Yeah. So just, you know, fitness goals maintain, you know, you know, I'm crazy in the gym. I love, I love working out. So just maintaining fitness goals, maintaining love goals, being intentional, um, you know, with my faith and my family and my friends. So, um, I'm sure Jack's goals are like much more like crazy, like build a mega (laughs) duty, super cab, awesome spaceship diesel truck and a, a (laughs) shop that is portable. And a, and a submarine, but mine are pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what though? The simple is good because I think then he'll, he'll run with it. Mm-hmm. He'll run with like the general, yeah. he'll, he'll make it more specific. I'm like, Hey, remember that time I wanted a new sofa? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, I, I have house goals too. Yeah. yeah Do you have any good ones for 2021 or you're just kind of rolling with it? Uh, you know what? I'm actually, I always do kind of a word, um, for the past few years I've done a word and I kind of really like that. Yeah. My 2019 was work hard. So it's funny. You should say that a lot with work hard. Um, just everything in my life, like being like you said that, that coined word intentional Mm -hmm. of just, you know, working hard as a parent and finding, um, resources I need as a mom to help me better that area of my life. And as a teacher, as a sister, every relationship capacity, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, just, you know, in writing, I was writing a lot. That's where really a lot of, um, this podcast stemmed from was blogs. I was writing, um, and started writing in 2019. And then, yeah. So then 2020 was, um, the year of really just letting the creative outlet come out. Um, and the word was onward actually beginning of 2020 and it really is very fitting. Like, yeah, get up onward. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. 
<laughs> Onward. So yeah, you're yeah. crushing it. Wife, mom, teacher, and a podcast mom of three. Um, I mean, come on, you're the real inspiring one. I don't know how you have time for any, and we talked about this. Actually, we talked about, you know, Jackie, we talked about how people say like, Oh, when do you have time? It's like, you don't really know. You just find it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's hard to do it. Yeah. You're like, I don't actually know how I have time for that, but it happens. So I must have time. (laughs) Yeah. Somehow I just fit it in. Somehow it carves in whether it's intentional or not. That is always a mystery. Right. Me Me too. Me too. (laughs) I'm I'm always surprised how much faster of a runner I am now that I have a baby. I was like, oh, yes. I can never break an eight-minute mile. And now I'm like 751s because I'm like, all right, I have 27 minutes and 36 seconds until the baby. <laughs> yes, I really. <laughs> You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm free. Go. Hurry up. Should I pee? Should I drink a sip of coffee? Or should I eat or should I run? Okay, definitely going to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go, girl. Yeah. Go. I love it. And you have your goal. I love marathon goal. I don't know. Maybe if you peer pressure me, I might give into that one. I don't know. <laughs> You're pretty inspirational. So I think that you should do it with me. I think it would be fun. Yeah. All right. Who else is in? Raise your hand. I know. <laughs> People to- are like, no, I'm like stopping the podcast now. They're like, we're signing off. <laughs> oh well hang in with us a little bit we are gonna uh wrap this up as well you guys it was so fun talking to you kelsey thank you so much for joining me on the podcast encouraging others with your backstory and really just getting to know you and and love your family even more if you didn't love them already and know them already um we are just so so blessed to have you on the podcast today thank you so much oh my gosh jackie thank you so so much again for having me and um everyone listening have a beautiful and happy ending of your year happy holiday season be intentional and praise the big man <laughs> hey there yeah. you go I love it. be happy be yeah, healthy thanks so much yeah, 2021 is is coming and 2020 is a wrap right it's a wrap <laughs> see ya never <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well thanks everybody for tuning in and if you loved all the little tidbits uh kelsey was talking about on the podcast you guys i'm gonna put them into the show notes uh, so where you can follow her, find her, uh, her husband, uh, enthusiast, uh, all of it. You guys, I'm going to wrap it all up into the show notes so that you can have those resources at the tip of your fingers. Thanks so much, you guys, and we'll see you soon. Wait, want something to talk about? Then catch all the latest episodes of the Be Encouraged podcast on your listening platform, by simply clicking subscribe. Easy. If you want more inspiring content made with a purpose by me, Jackie Brindle, then I've got you covered. Go ahead over to linktree slash Jackie Brindle. That's L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash Jackie Brindle. All one word. And as a good friend, don't forget to share your thoughts and write a review. Now that's something to talk about. And as always, I'll be encouraging you onward.